Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give everyone ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 27, beginning in verse 1. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. Let another man praise you, and not your own mouth, a stranger, and not your own lips. A stone is heavy, and sand is weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than both of them. Wrath is cruel, and anger a torrent, but who is able to stand before jealousy? Open rebuke is better than love carefully concealed. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. A satisfied soul loathes the honeycomb, but to a hungry soul every bitter thing is sweet. Like a bird that wanders from its nest is a man who wanders from his place. Ointment and perfume delight the heart, and the sweetness of a man's friend gives delight by hearty counsel. Do not forsake your own friend or your father's friend, nor go to your brother's house in the day of your calamity. Better is a neighbor nearby than a brother far away. My son, be wise and make my heart glad that I may answer him who reproaches me. A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. The simple pass on and are punished. Take the garment of him who is surety for a stranger and hold it in pledge when he is surety for a seductress. He who blesses his friend with a loud voice, rising early in the morning, it will be counted a curse to him. A continual dripping on a very rainy day and a contentious woman are alike. Whoever restrains her restrains the wind and grasps oil with his right hand. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Whoever keeps the fig tree will eat its fruit, so he who waits on his master will be honored. As in water, face reflects face, so a man's heart reveals the man. Hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of man are never satisfied. The refining pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, and a man is valued by what others say of him. Though you grind a fool in a mortar with a pestle along with crushed grain, yet his foolishness will not depart from him. 
Be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herds, for riches are not forever, nor does a crown endure to all generations. When the hay is removed and the tender grass shows itself and the herbs of the mountains are gathered in, the lambs will provide your clothing and the goats the price of a field. You shall have enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household and the nourishment of your maidservants. Friends, I'm going to key in on verse 17 of Proverbs 27. And Proverbs 27, verse 17 says this, As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Friends, we are not to live our lives isolated from other people. I believe one of the most important things for a person to be successful in life is have a close friend or a couple close friends that you can talk to about things that you may be going through or if you need particular prayer about something that is going on in your life. Let's look at this verse one more time. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Now, friends, I'm going to take a look at a few other scripture verses today which talk about the importance of correcting people. But it's how we correct people that really can make all the difference. And one of the favorite verses that I'm going to go over today is found in Paul's letter to the church in Galatia. We know this as the book of Galatians, chapter 6, but listen to verse 1. It says, Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you are also tempted. Now, I am reading out of the Nelson Study Bible. I would like to read the commentary for verse 1 out of this book. It says, Any trespass probably recalls the sinful works of the flesh. To be overtaken means to be caught off guard, perhaps at a vulnerable point. A believer devastated by sin needs to be approached with gentleness by fellow believers. Those not controlled by the Holy Spirit would tend to boast by comparing themselves to the fallen believer. Even as a doctor can catch a disease from treating a patient, so one restoring a fallen sinner can be tempted to fall into sin. That danger is well worth considering. Now let's look at Matthew's Gospel. Do not judge. This is found in chapter 7. 
which is the last chapter of the Sermon on the Mount. Beginning in verse 1, it says, Judge not that you be not judged, for with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye? Hypocrite! First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Now let's look at the commentary for verse 1. It says, This restriction does not mean that a disciple never judges. After all, some kind of judgment is required in order to obey the command. The point of this verse is that a Christian should not have a spirit of carping criticism and fault-finding. I really like that. Now let's look at the commentary for verse 2. And it says, Every judgment that a person makes becomes a basis for his or her own judgment. So friends, if you are in a habit of judging, I invite you to cordially remove yourself from doing that anymore. It's an invitation. Friends, I am never going to tell you what to do on this podcast. I am simply going to give you recommendations or I will give you advice based on my life and the things and experiences that I have learned from. I have been through many, many experiences in life, and I want to try to get across on this podcast wisdom learned over the years that I believe will benefit people listening to this podcast. Next, I'd like to go to the book of James, one of my favorite books. And in chapter 3 of James, which I truly believe is one of the most important chapters in the entire Bible. And this passage of scripture, beginning in verse 13, is entitled, Heavenly Versus Demonic Wisdom. This is chapter 3 of James, beginning in verse 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth, The wisdom that does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above 
is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Now I want you to ponder that last statement. Friends, if we are ever going to correct someone, we have to do it with gentleness, and we have to do it with a thought that we are going to maintain peace. We are not trying to offend people when we correct them. We are trying to get them to turn their behavior around and get back on the road to righteousness and begin doing the right things. Now, my last one I'd like to go over is our proverb of the day. The very same proverb in Proverb 27 If we look at verses 5 and 6, it says, Open rebuke is better than love carefully concealed. But verse 6 says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. And in verse 6, the commentary says, Correction given in love by a friend, is better than insincere acts of affection. And friends, many people do that second part. And many people say things and they try to butter up people for certain reasons, but it's not done with the right attitude. And it's not done with the right motivation to try to improve someone else. But before we close today, I'd like to go back to our verse of the day one final time. And it says in verse 17 of Proverbs 27, As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Now, friends, my call to action today is very simple. I want you to ask yourself, are you a close friend like this to other people? But most importantly, do you have anyone in your life that you have made yourself accountable to? Do you have someone, a good Christian friend, that you can go and seek counsel from and tell your innermost thoughts and secrets and desires and issues that you're going through? Friends, if you don't have someone like that, I invite you to begin looking for someone. And it's got to be someone that you can trust and someone that you have faith in that you believe would benefit you and not harm you. We have to be careful with the people that we associate with. And I'm going to invite you to look at Psalm 1. It's a short psalm, only six verses, 
but those verses, the first three, talk about godly counsel and people that we can seek who are godly people. And four through six talks about people who are not godly people. And we want to try to avoid seeking those type of people for counsel at any cost. Friends, the suggested scripture reading today would be to read our proverb of the day, Proverb 27. Simply go over it, meditate on every verse. It's a wonderful verse, and I'd like for you, if you have the time, to check out the third chapter of James and read that in its entirety. That whole chapter talks about the importance of the words that we speak and how hard and how powerful the words that we speak are. It's a wonderful chapter, and it's worth reading and pondering and meditating on. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to repeat a simple prayer after me right now. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on a cross, were buried, and on the third day you rose again. I believe that by doing that, you have forgiven me of all of my sins. Jesus, I want to thank you for that. However, life can be difficult at times. I am inviting you into my heart. I want you to be my Lord and Savior. I submit myself to your Lordship. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, I ask that you go on my website, wisdomtodaybk.com. There is a contact tab. If you would, simply click on that contact tab, enter in your name, and in the box, let me know that you said that prayer, and I want to celebrate with you. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.